It's a two-belt Tuesday. Let's talk about sports. Let's talk about Indiana. Let, let's talk about anything that we want. Let's let's make today a great day, shall we? It's a two-belt Tuesday. All right. I want to talk about where the Colts have come from and where they're headed. Anthony Richardson is a huge part of it. Shane Steichen is a huge part of it. This franchise needs stability. Have they found it with Anthony Richardson and Shane Steichen? We're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about the position groups that don't have stability, don't have a hierarchy, just have gathered mediocrity at all levels of that position group. It's not a great thing. It's not what you want. You can't if you got four people at a position and they're all fives, that doesn't equal two tens. You know what I mean? Four fives do not equal two tens. The NBA draft lottery is tonight, and this is the Pacers' chance to be relevant. This is the Pacers' chance at a potential championship windfall, 6.8% chance at Victor Wembanyama tonight. If the Pacers don't get there, how can they get, if they don't win that lottery, how can they get there from here? We'll talk about that. There is going to be a high school basketball change in the state of Indiana that, frankly, I'm kind of indifferent to. Uh, I wish I felt more passionate about it. it. It's a significant change in the way the game's played. But I think, you know what, it's six of one, half dozen of another. I don't mind the differences between college basketball at the with men and with women. And this kind of with high school basketball takes that college basketball sort of thing and turns it into what the women do, turns it also into what the NBA does. So there's that. This is Breakfast with Kent for Tuesday, May. It is the 16th of May, 2023, brought to you by the great people at uh, Johnson's Plumbing. Give Jared Johnson a call. Great plumber, all-time great plumber. He's worked on our house multiple times does great work. 765-610-8809. The number. Smash that subscriber button. Hit the like button. Not if you like the video, just if you like the truth. If you're a fan of truth, you must like this video. And make a donation if you're of a mind to and you want to leave a comment uh, with your donation or a question. We will answer it. We will read it. We will do all of that. And today is the first day of practice out at the Indianapolis Motor Speedway for the 107th running of the Indy 500. I cannot wait. Um, the Indianapolis Colts, what they got out of this offseason is stability in two places where they really, really needed it. They have upgraded at the head coach level with Shane Steichen. I think that they've upgraded at the offensive coordinator level with Jim Bob Cooter. This is a better coaching staff. I think it's going to be more modern. I think it's going to be more creative. I think it's going to be more um, aggressive from the offensive perspective. And I think those things are really, really important. They got stability at the quarterback position for the first time since forever. It's been... Since it, it, Chris Ballard has never had the same starting quarterback in two consecutive years on opening day. You've gone from Scott Tolzien to Andrew Luck to Jacoby Brissett to Philip Rivers to Carson Wentz 
to Matt Ryan, and now you've finally got Anthony Richardson. And Anthony Richardson, barring some kind of catastrophic injury, knock wood, it never happens, is going to be the starting quarterback for the Colts for a long time to come. He will be the starter on opening day. There is no way he will not be. And he is going to be the starting quarterback for a long time into the future as long as he develops. And not just develops, but is is ensconced in an offensive philosophy and an offensive mindset, a schematic that suits his talents. That is what Shane Steichen does. This entire thing this offseason has been built around the quarterback position and making sure that the quarterback position is not the shiny object anymore with this franchise. Because if your quarterback position is your shiny object, you have no chance to succeed in the NFL. You can't. You look at the top-tier teams, they've got a settled quarterback position. The Colts require that in order to be competitive. I think they've gotten there this offseason. Anthony Richardson has a skill set that a good coach is going to be able to work around, implement, and succeed with. And sooner rather than later, this uh, people think it's a three-year project. It's not a three-year project because he has NFL-ready qualities today. They're not all NFL-ready qualities. All of it, he's going to continue to develop, but he can do things right now at a successful level in the NFL. And if Shane Steichen and Jim Bob Cooter are able to put him in a position where he can succeed, the Colts will succeed. That's their challenge. That's their burden. That's their responsibility. Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive offers. 15178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe and Summit 4xe models in dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. We'll see what happens. This is going to be fascinating. We talked about it yesterday on Two Big Brains. Dan Dockich and I talked about how this is going to be a riveting season. This is really, really interesting stuff. Not that they're going to be 12-5 and five or 13-4 and four necessarily, but that this we're going to be able to watch Anthony Richardson make great plays and likely make some mistake plays that cost the Colts games. So we're going to see a, a bevy of both. And that will be in direct contrast to what we got last year, which was mediocrity at the most mediocre level. Quarterbacks for the Colts last year were utterly mediocre. Can't have that. Be great. Be terrible. Don't be on a scale of 1 to 10. If you got a 10, great. If you got a 1, you know. But if you got a 5, it's death. A lot of 5 work last year for the Indianapolis Colts at the quarterback position. We're not going to see any 5 work this year. It's going to be 1s and 10s, hopefully a lot more 10s and 1s. With Jonathan Taylor, Anthony Richardson, Josh Downs, Michael Pittman, Alec Pierce, you've got weapons that are going to be able to be utilized by good coaches schematically to cause success offensively. That's what's going to happen. 
defense is going to start becoming the shiny object for the Indianapolis Colts, you're going to see. Uh, and here's why. Because you have absolute chaos at two spots, and, and these spots are very interrelated. The defensive secondary at the, at the safety spot and at the cornerback spot. These guys have to develop, and they have to develop quickly. You took Juju Brents. Juju Brents, Daily Wright says, Ariza investigation proves his innocence, sad. Absolutely, we talked about that late last week. Uh, although I don't think innocence was proven, what was proven or what was acknowledged by the prosecutors was that they didn't have enough evidence to be able to convict. So they're not charging. They believe they can't convict. That's different than proving innocence. I know people said he wasn't at the party when the, the incident occurred. So there's that. Uh, you got cornerbacks in Juju Brents and Darius Rush and Isaiah uh, Rogers and Dallas Flowers. I don't know if any of them can play. Um, you reportedly wasn't even there during the act, according to uh, a witness or more than one witness wasn't there. There's a difference. Um, so cornerback, you got to get good play out of the cornerbacks and you don't have anybody who's proven that they can other than Isaiah Rogers a little bit, who has been poo-pooed by uh, in fact, in in my estimation, by Gus Bradley, the defensive coordinator, not really. I I think he would, given his druthers, he would want uh, Brents and Rush to start. You got Kenny Moore at the slot corner, and hopefully Kenny Moore is able to play at a high level. Then at safety, you got a problem, right? You got Nick Cross. You got Julian Blackman. You don't have Rodney McLeod as kind of the stability influence at the safety position, you, you've got guys, you've got Rodney Thomas, you've got guys, can you count on these guys? That's a great question. That entire defensive backfield is question mark, question mark, question mark, question mark. A lot of question marks back there. I, I don't know how to assess what they're going to look like in the defensive backfield. And with the quarterback position lifting in the AFC South, that might be a problem. The tight end position offensively, this is where you've got four guys. Where do you grade these guys? Who do you start? Kylan Granson, Mo Ali Cox, right? Jelani Woods. I don't even know how you put these guys in order. Will Mallory, Andrew Ogletree. Where, who? I have no idea how you tear those guys out. They're very, very similar in quality. I think they're all fives. Right now, you, you can't have five at the tight end position. You just can't. You see what teams succeed in the NFL. They got a guy at, at tight end who can be counted on by a quarterback to go get the football, get open, create space, catch the football, and get a few yards after the catch. Do the Colts have a guy who can do that? And then block. When the Colts run a, a little RPO action with Anthony Richardson and Jonathan Taylor. Great questions. Could Wentz be headed to Tampa? Could he be headed to Arizona? Why would anybody take a shot on a guy who's washed out three straight years with three different teams? 
preposterous. Uh, where's Matt Ryan rank all time? I think he's outside the top 50. I know we're kind of, at, there's some recency bias with Matt Ryan because he was, he was pretty damn good back in the day. But it, was he ever a top five quarterback in the NFL? He was one year. Other than that, I don't think so. And, and so is he a Hall of Famer? I don't think so. High school basketball in Indiana, here's the rule change. No more one and one. All right, no more seven fouls in the first half. You go to the line. It's going to be broken down by quarters. Uh, you shoot two, the fifth foul, in each quarter. That's all right. I, whatever makes the game move a little bit better, whatever makes for less. I don't want to watch free, free throws, but I do want to penalize fouls. Um, seven ACC schools are looking, reportedly looking for an escape uh, from the ACC, their grant of rights agreement they would like to get out of and join either the SEC or the Big Ten. Four schools really fit the Big Ten. If you could get Miami, Florida State, North Carolina, and Virginia, you would consider that a hell of a get, right? And the SEC can have all the all the rest. That's fine. Uh, NBA conference finals start tonight. Denver, L.A., at Denver, 8.30 on ESPN. Going to be interesting. Can you name any of the players on the Denver Nuggets not named Nikola Jokic? I'll give you uh, five seconds. Can you think of a name of a Nuggets player other than Jokic? How about Jamal Murray? How about Michael Porter Jr., Aaron Gordon? There you go. Those are you guys. Uh, could be a huge night in the history of the Indiana Pacers. They have a 6.8 chance, 6.8% chance to get the number one overall pick tonight in the draft lottery. If they do, they'll draft Victor Wembanyama, and all of a sudden the Pacers become relevant nationally at a level that they haven't been since that era back, what, 10 years ago when they were 35-7 and seven at one point and really looked like uh, a team that could win an NBA title. You get Wembenyama, you combine him with Halliburton and Matherin and, and the guys, uh, Miles Turner, to an extent. Uh, this could be a team that in two years is an NBA championship team. If you don't get Victor Wembenyama... Who are you going to get? If you wind up with the eighth overall pick, that's where it gets dramatic. Like at, at 11 and 10, you don't expect to see a Pacers logo. At 9, you get a little bit nervous. At 8, you get really nervous because there's about a 35% chance they wind up with the eighth overall pick. Then you get to 7, and you're really nervous because if 7 comes up with another team's logo, you know you're in the top 4. And then you feel like you can get some work done going to be really interesting tonight. This is this is the night of night for Pacers fans. It's not a game night. It's the NBA draft lottery night. That's when we all become Pacers fans. Uh, want to celebrate some birthdays. The great Toye Begbaji celebrating a birthday. Kay Kammeyer, happy birthday. The great Steve Hartley, Mr. Sales, celebrating a birthday. Um, Bob Palmer, happy birthday. Tim Colbert, Jerry King McReath, Happy birthday, and Christy Moore, happy birthday. If today's your birthday, you celebrate like hell. If it's not your birthday, celebrate somebody else. 
that's best done with an honest and specific pro, uh, uh, compliment. Lift each other. Don't pull each other down. We got enough pull downs in our lives, right? People trying to pull us down. Let's lift each other. Praise somebody. Pay somebody a compliment. Mean it, right? Be honest, but be positive. It's a good thing. Uh, 707 radio show, Sterling in the Morning on WGCLradio.com. Click to listen at 707. We'll chop it up for two hours. And then we've got, uh, of course, we, we've got uh, Inside Indiana Sports Now, Talk Sports. Tomorrow, we're going to have another Two Big Brains, Breakfast with Kent, Inside Indiana Sports, the radio show. We go every day because this is just unbelievable. It's great stuff every single day to talk about in terms of sports. I can't wait. I don't feel good wearing black, but I got the, the IndyCar uh, logo. Great artist out at the Indianapolis Motor Speedway does these kinds of things. I try to buy a shirt every year out there, try to support the local art community. Although this guy in local, what are you going to do? Uh, we will talk to you at 707 on the radio, WGCL.